0: It's a, trap.
1: it's a trap. Hello, and welcome to Radio TCX,
0: your weekly source for X-wing news and strategy.
1: I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined, as always, by my
0: co-host Carson Ray. Hey, everybody! It's a great day to talk about some X-wing.
1: It is still uh, enjoying these new releases here. So this week we are going to chat a little bit more about these new releases. Uh, I got some good hands on time with a new first order list using all that new content. So I'm actually I'm very excited about these expansions now that I've got to play with them.
0: Yeah, I I think they're kind of ships that, you know, I mean, they looked exciting on paper, but um, are even more exciting on the table.
1: Yeah, so today our focus is going to be talking about uh, some of these new ships and uh, the lists I've I've flown and how you can use them in your lists. So let's get into it. All right, so I think for me the big realization with these new expansions is that they really do fill in some gaps that the First Order in the Republic had in their ship selection.
0: Uh, yeah, well, that's not um, too hard as, as they didn't really have much of a ship selection to start with. <laughs> Fair. But for sure, right? It does um, enhance their, I don't know, portfolio of, of ship chassis, <laughs> right? Um, I, I think the TIE Se bomber maybe a bit more than the Whisper. Um, the Whisper does kind of all things the faction could do before and, and could do well, but kind of combined into an, an interesting uh, small base ship.
1: Well, right, and with the list I was flying this past week, too, it kind of hit me in that how different this list felt for the First Order than any other First Order list I've flown before because I was doing a mid-range list, um, which I've done plenty of times, right, combining a a high-initiative ace with some efficiency ships. Um, I've done that plenty of times. It's very different, though, when you're rocking these bombers because I feel like you have to play it in a very different way.
0: Right. I, I think the Thai SE bombers come in at kind of a similar price point as maybe the SFs. But they do uh, a pretty different role on the table.
1: Oh yeah, very different. Well, also, I'm just like not used to. I was using them primarily as uh, bomb droppers, right? And like, if I'm doing an ordnance ship, traditionally, I've been a big fan of like loading up missiles or torpedoes and setting that up. It is very different when you're trying to like aggressively bomb your opponent. That's a whole different way to play that I was very much not used to.
0: Right. Well, it does kind of, I don't know, harken back a little bit to like. The first edition, um, a style bombing a bit, right? Doing that system phase boost and and then dropping bombs. So uh,
1: to get into it, the list I was flying will easily be recognized. Uh, It made top four at Gold Squadron's Hoth Galactic qualifier uh, that Carson won the other week. Um, It was flown. This list was flown by Mike Messiah and uh, it's loaded up in my Launch Bay Next, which I remembered we haven't shouted out in a little while, so I wanted to quick shout that out on the podcast. Shout out to Andre Linz, the creator of Launch Bay Next, which is my, my go-to squad building app that I use on my iPhone all the time. So I wanted to throw that in there. I was thinking about that today. I don't think we've done a shout out in a while. Anyway, but Mike Messiah's list from uh, the event there, 200 points because, of course, why not? You can use them all now. There's no penalty. Um, actually, there's a penalty to not using them all. But we've got Kylo Ren in the Tie Whisper modified Interceptor with just the enhanced jamming suite, which costs zero points. So this comes in at just 63 points, which is the cost of Kylo Ren. I've got Major Von Reg in there with the Daredevil talent, a classic combo we don't have to dive too much into today. I've talked to death about how great Major Von Reg is. Um, and then I have two of those bombers in this list as well. I've got the Sinar Jameis Test Pilot with thermal detonators and electro chaff missiles. And then I've got the named bomber
0: Grudge
1: with just those thermal detonators.
0: Um, yeah, and I think kind of first thing off the bat, um, that Kylo Ren, Ty Whisper, uh, with just that enhanced jamming suite, right, just that configuration, I think is a really good mid-range tool um high initiative right initiative five and um provides a little bit of a powerful end game piece right three force um generally three agility ship right has access to white evade right and so this ship can kind of survive the game and kind of chip in damage over the course uh, but also provides just uh pretty substantial control in those kind of free jams you get uh, when basically every action links into a jam and a white jam at that right and so it's like okay cool end game um ship uh that also does control which is like kind of usually two different ships in in most mid-range lists
1: yeah, yeah the action bar actually looks really funny like if you load it up in a squad builder where it shows all the actions once you put jamming suite on there i think you have like Nine actions and like f- six of them are linked into other actions, which is pretty funny. Um, it makes the ship really interesting to fly because it's not just that you get like that added control element. Um, using the jam is actually kind of core to the defense of the ship. So you just have two agility on this guy with three hole and two shields. Um, if you have that enhanced jamming suite equipped, while there is a jammed ship in the attack arc, while your Whisper is defending, you get to roll an extra defense die. And the jamming suite also lets you jam yourself or friendly ship, so you can either you can jam a nearby enemy ship, right, to get him in the attack arc, so you can get extra defense. You could jam a friendly ship so that you can get extra defense, or you could jam yourself even, which actually works out okay with the whisper and Kylo's three force. Where yeah, maybe you'll sacrifice the action for the sake of getting the extra defense die for a couple of attacks.
0: Right, um, and I think that's maybe a bit more um, of a Kylo thing, um, just because okay, well the force can't be jammed away. And so you still get modification on those green dice with that three force. Um, and so they're targeting Kyla with that enhanced jamming. suite is not the, the worst option. I think that's a little bit more punishing on um, the other whispers.
1: Right. I don't think I'd take the gamble without the built-in modification from the force of jamming yours. It just doesn't seem worth it. Maybe a friendly ship though.
0: Right. I just like evade right at that point. I just evade. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, it's funny, too, because it tracks in the attack arc. So, like, while you're defending, you could jam a ship, and then, like, if that ship moves far away, as long as it's still in the attack arc, like, you still get the defensive benefit, right?
0: Right. If you had, like, an FO in there and, and like, blocked it, um, or I guess even if with your bombers, right, because they're not really needing locks, right? Some some of these bombers, right, if you're going more the munitions route, you'd want those locks and not want to jam yourself. But uh, if you're going the bombing route, well, <laughs> they don't really need that token too much. Um, as long as they're not being targeted by heavy fire. But if, if you need to bump up Kylo's defense and don't want to jam Kylo, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's definitely a piece that's, like, got some play there. And, uh, honestly, it's one of the interesting ships, too. So there's going to be a natural comparison between uh, Kylo and the Whisper and Kylo and the Silencer, which I've said many times on the show, Kylo and the Silencer is one of my favorite ships to fly. What I think is probably the most interesting difference between these two ships is I think they're like power level wise, they're actually pretty close. Um, I I'm my initial reaction is that like the skill ceiling on Kylo in the Whisper is actually quite a bit higher, I think, but he's quite a bit harder to use too, because um, a lot of what makes the silencer great um, is that.
0: Yes, has boost, barrel roll, I don't care. Yeah, right? like, and you have a
1: high initiative, so I get to decide after the fact. Like, moving, if you're moving last and you have double repositions, that's not a skill thing necessarily, right? You still have to use him correctly, but that's just, you have a lot of knowledge about the state of the board that you can react to. You have to think a lot more with the Whisper here because you have fewer hit points, you have fewer native defense dice, and you're you know, missing out on blue hard turns here. You have to worry about getting stressed. You have to think about where your arc's rotated, um, it's a there's a lot more to take in when you're deciding these maneuvers and actions,
0: right? Um, or, or maybe you said a different way, like because you don't have the um, suite of of repositioning options that the silencer has. Okay, well that um, initial dial that you set. Uh, for the Whisper is more meaningful
1: yeah no absolutely well I think it's funny too because I feel like Kylo if I had to summarize it a different way too Kylo in the silencer is like a hit and run ship he can take some shots but he can bail out and come back in Um, I feel like the Whisper version of Kylo is a lot more interactive right like you're gonna be in there you're gonna be boosting and getting jams to get your full defense like you're gonna do all kinds of different stuff and you have to be more involved in the fight I feel like
0: right uh, jam works at range one uh, or at, at range 2 in bullseye, which is also kind of what the whisper wants as well. Um, and, and so that means, okay, we well have to be close at range 1 or setting up key bullseye shots. Um, ideally, maybe both, uh, which is not trivial, right? That that you have right. to work for that. And not exactly where a 3 agility ship inherently wants to be, but um, kind of where the Silencer wants to be. Not Silencer, whisper. Sorry, <laughs> they're like the same words. Also, I feel like a silence mechanic... It, generally would be more like <laughs> what you would expect a jamming ship to do. You expect um,
1: jamming ships to be yeah. louder or like they're silencing, they're not whispering, right?
0: Right. Too, um, long, too late of they said yeah. these. The things. silencer, like it, it, I I think I think we need to petition uh was it Lucasfilm <laughs> for for a ship name just to change. swap it
1: out. Perfect. Cuz it's it's egregious. It's honestly. making the game almost unplayable, I think. That might be yeah. an exaggeration. Um, no but Kylo I'm really enjoying I feel like but it's one of those things where I don't want to like really say I-, I think Kylo's fun I don't know where to place him I feel like there's a lot more to learn about him Um, because there's things like I feel like he'd be a pretty good avenue for a missile honestly like I've already don't have much on him and having yeah no I,
0: I generally think he's a pretty good target for a missile as well. <laughs> it's definitely no, I- where I want to fire my <laughs> missiles
1: get him on there well I think having access to that mobile or the rotating arc right and shooting a missile out the rear is pretty powerful. Like we don't know. There's ships that can do it. We don't necessarily always see them use that way because it's kind of expensive to add that ordnance. But if you're already investing in Kylo, I think having that option is pretty good. Also beefs up those two attack dice a little bit for at least a few shots. On the other side of this list, though, I do want to talk about the bombers too. Um, well, first of all, thermal detonators, great. I think we all already well, knew that.
0: And so, like you were kind of going down the grudge path, right? Um, Which is great, right? You get a reroll the dice for um, either thermal detonators or cluster mines, um, or what is that? The electron proton bomb, right? Those are kind of the main options for grudge um, to trigger that ability. Clusters I think can do more damage, but thermal detonators, you can reload.
1: Yes. And I think I've never reloaded, I think, so many times in my life because Okay, so
0: that was I was curious because um I mean these bombers only have six health. So so there's an argument to say, well, they might just die before you have that chance to reload. And, and so that's kinda of what I kinda of wanted to ask you about was okay, well, did you like that option to be able to reload?
1: Well, so it's an interesting balance, right? So thermals are good and when you reload them you get an extra charge back, right? Which seems mm-hmm. like a pretty good value. Um I think the action you have to sacrifice for the reload, and everything that goes along with it, I think the, um, it's not always necess- necessarily worth that value. I think the fact that you get those rerolls with Grudge, who has to just be at range zero to two of the bombs detonating, not even the ships being affected, um, getting those rerolls adds so much value that suddenly those reloads are definitely worth it. Like, hands down, worth the action. I think I did it two to three times in a couple of my games, just on Grudge.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's cool because that's an ability where, like, you know, sometimes you just are rerolling one die, right? Just one ship's there. But there's the potential for just, like, um, you know, all the ships get stuck uh, in, in a few different thermals and you get to control kind of all of those rolls, which which is incredibly powerful.
1: Well, right. I think that's the big push for why the this ability works best with thermals is that it affects every die rolled for every bomb. Whereas if you're rolling a couple dice for the bomb, you can only reroll one
0: of them. Right, and, and suddenly, okay, uh, the First Order became one of the better bombing teams, right? They have kind of bomb Hal Runner with Grudge here. Um, well, and not even just that, right? It's the Pursuit Thrusters on there. During the system
1: phase, being able to perform a white boost action, that gives you some crazy flexibility. Like, bombing was not my favorite strategy. Right.
0: it's kind of crazy to go from, okay, we had no bombers, Right to uh, maybe perhaps uh, some of the best bombers in the game.
1: Oh, I think so. Like, hands down, too. Especially having those... Like, there's so many little factors here, having the shield so that they're extra protected there, having that system phase boost, Um, having access to Grudge, who's one of the most powerful bomb-affecting abilities. Um, I think Grudge... You know, I paired it up with the Sinar Jamus. so I had two thermal detonator routes, but just Grudge with thermal detonators is 41 points, and I actually think... If you just squeeze that into a list, I actually think that's still a pretty good value.
0: Now, have you tried any of the uh, missile or torpedo versions of the bombers?
1: I have not had... Well, a caveat. I have not had it in the traditional sense. I did use the electro-chaff missiles, which we do need to talk uh, about. Ah, uh,
0: the uh, kind of bomb thing that um, you launch. The bomb missile, right? yeah. It's the missile yeah. bomb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Okay, so that thing, I will say, so it is good. Like, I can definitely say after playing with it, Electro Chaff missiles, very powerful. Um, being able, all the things it does, throwing out jams, uh, preventing actions when people pass through it. I had a really clutch one in one of my games where I launched it, they landed on it just so that the front of their ship was still on it so that they lost their action that turn, and then the following turn, they also lost their action and got jammed. And that was definitely a game swinging moment for me, where this, you know, one of their key pieces for two turns didn't really get any actions, and had the jam there.
0: Ugh. Yeah, and you can't even like coordinate off of it, right? Um, that that no coordinate at, at range zero is like this this whole extra thing. It's like, you know, not every list has coordinate, but man, when you have it um and having that be shut down that sucks yes well it's one of those cases too where i think this ability and he can carry two of these
1: in a list i feel like it's gonna four points might be a little aggressively priced
0: um for all the yeah, stuff but it does I, I don't know it's weird because like i think it's a really cool concept uh um, no for and sure so it's something all I there like to see um in games um it's kind of a this like control effect right it's not really dealing damage
1: it, it also adds another layer, right? So on top of that, so you get a fuse token on there. This thing, So this thing exists for basically two phases, right? It exists for the phase in which it's launched, and then it'll exist for the following turn. So what makes that interesting is that you can do weird stuff with it. So even if you're not actually using it to directly interact with your opponent, the fact that you can launch it so far forward means you can actually block lanes in the middle of the board, like between asteroids, Um Which is huge, right? Like, if you actually guide where your opponent can actually fly their ships, that's a huge control factor.
0: Right, and even if it's just, like, cover for a turn, if that means your bombers get to live, right, to close that distance. Because they don't want to really exchange with their opponent, right, at range one. Okay, so here's some cover. Uh, You're going to be on the other side of that. Um, Or if you come through it, you're not going to get any mods. Like... It's just like, oh, we're throwing out a shield. Yeah. Right? We <laughs> just deployed a shield in game, which is I, I think that's cool. Um, and I kind of want to look at okay, well, what shifts right can take that and kind of what lists get to use this new electro chaff missile.
1: Well, I mean, it's hard not to have it on these bombers again because of that pursuit thrusters ability. Um, you can launch this with the three bank or the four straight template, and the fact that you can preemptively boost before that means that you can cover some crazy territory with this thing. So like your opponent doesn't know where you're going to drop it, right? So it's really hard to plan around that because, oh man, if I, you know, if I just don't pursue Thrusters boost and do a three bank drop, that's very different than like adding that boost first and doing a four straight. There's a bunch of different endpoints this thing could drop on. The, <laughs> I think the real trick with it is just remembering everything it does. So quick game, Carson, without looking, what is everything the Electro Chaff
0: Missile does? Okay, uh, it jams the ship it removes all locks that are on it it they can't take actions that turn and they can't be coordinated um, I think those are all the things that happen if you overlap or go through it uh it's got the fuse counter right so it lasts two turns um it gives an extra die for shooting through it doing
1: pretty uh, good mm, did I get them all? You got most of it, almost. So at range 0, you kind of covered this. If you're at range 0 of it, you cannot be locked, jammed or coordinated. Oh,
0: okay, I just had the coordinate. Okay. Yeah, so it's
1: actually a little bit spicier than that. But yeah, it's it's just kind of all over the place, too.
0: Right. It's weird because um there's times where you would want to hit it and times where you wouldn't want to hit it. Right? Like I would love to break all locks on a ship at some right sometimes that's worth being jammed if everyone's about to fire some proton torpedoes at me that seems great
1: is it worth losing your action i mean i feel like that's maybe it sounds cool that's maybe a little more situational than you might feel at first but again if you break three locks i'll happily trade one of my actions for three of my opponents right
0: right that that seems like good action economy
1: depends a lot i just i love this piece as a it's a toolbox piece right it does different things so if i need it to like if i want to directly drop it on my opponent's ship to jam them and make them lose their action that seems great if i want to actually block a lane for a couple turns so my opponent can't approach me a certain direction also good it's very flexible and then having those pursuit thrusters on there i mean i'm gonna any list i run with these bombers is gonna have at least one of these in here i can guarantee you maybe the two i'm allowed
0: um, so here's another question, uh, fire spray, right? That has both the, uh, missile and device, uh, slot. Uh, that seems like a pretty good place for these as well, right?
1: Y- yes. I think the only caveat is you still have to maneuver around it and you are launching it. So yeah, you
0: three bank it one way and you three bank the other And way. just rear it's shots. perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, Ooh, and that's a good question, because I know that the small base, if you three bank it and go straight, you won't hit it. I don't know how that works with the medium base.
1: Might be. Ooh, I should actually, I can test that out later. That seems like a fact worth knowing.
0: Right? Um, and I mean, obviously, you can control your speed and, and figure out the right um, one for that, but they're... they're um, Like the small base, I think you're safe on any straight maneuver there, which is nice. Yeah, it is a pretty wide token, I will say. That was one thing that
1: kind of surprised me, like... Which makes sense, because it's supposed to... It is kind of a shield you're throwing out, right? So it kind of makes sense that it covers a pretty wide width. The combo of having Electra, Chaff, and the bombs was actually really exciting, too. There were some fun turns where I'd get to throw that out with one of my bombers, and then move in with the other bomber. Man, doing the bomb drops after the boost is so good. Like... I knew it was going to be good going in, but after actually seeing it in play, like, I, there were just situations where I was just, there was no way that my opponent could avoid him.
0: Right. It's almost like we made this whole phase so that uh, you couldn't reposition and bomb uh, in second edition. <laughs> uh, and then, then we added repositioning <laughs> to that phase. <laughs> And now here we're at. Uh, the two have combined uh, into, into a beautiful nightmare. D- don't worry. Carson, when we
1: get to X-Wing 3rd Edition, everything's going to be perfect. There's going to be a system-system phase. Before the system phase, we have to do the repositioning.
0: It's like the, the Resistance Y-Wings are cool, but like they do a, a boost and, and get a calculate, right? Uh, that's their cool thing. Which um, is <laughs> nowhere near white system phase boost, do whatever. Here's some bombs. I'm going to re-roll those. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: I So I will definitely say, too, as an um, expansion, I think this one is definitely worth the money. Like, just for the ships alone, they're all perfectly usable right now. Pretty good. If you're getting into the game for the first time, you can just get this pack and Von Reg's tie or something and, like, just fill in that little gap of points there or a tie SF pack, whatever, um, and you'll just be, you know, relatively inexpensively ready to go with a pretty competitive list. Um,
0: the other thing is these uh, Thai SE bombers might just be the best-looking first-order <laughs> ship.
1: Oh, they're pretty cool. Yeah, with the the bent-in wings. It's pretty great. Are, are
0: they bent in or bent
1: out? They're bent in, man. It's great. Uh, I guess it depends on what you mean by that. They're, f- they're um, convex. Is that the word? Either way, it looks co- cool as heck.
0: Sure does. <laughs>
1: I will. I, I kind of. I was talking to John the other day, though. I kind of do agree. I wish this pack would have been one bomber and one whisper. Um, like kind of no, like the wings are. Listen,
0: um, could it have been four bombers and one whisper? Sure. Uh, but come on, it's, it's all just Kylo. It's just, kind uh, of just the Kylo.
1: What else are you gonna do? And then you need like three bombers, maybe four. I don't know. The free enhanced jamming suite makes me want to have a lot of whispers. And just um, annoy my opponent into losing the game. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go on to Facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook
0: page. And if you enjoyed the show, uh, please be sure to go on to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review. saying what you liked about the show and why others should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash Radio TCX and become a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us. And thank you to everyone who's already supported the show.
1: Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week.